Dear Ann Landers, my husband Dear and I Abby, are in shock. I'm extremely upset. My son got married in Dear Ann Landers, I'm very happy to hear that his wife is working out of a woman here at She thinks way too much of herself. She had to get married. Dear Pod. to Dear Paul, the comedy advice podcast. I am your host, Erin McGuire, and me and Jules are coming to you live from the Maha'a Bar in the beautiful Pineapple Ranch. Can I hear it? Oi, oi, indeed. That's right. If you've been listening regularly, you may think that something is a little bit different today. I know you did not hear a second voice as my co-host Patty O'Brien is not here with us. Uh, I like that I said that like (laughs) he's no longer with us, like he died. He is not dead, I swear. Um, I feel like I need to just talk to y'all about some stuff that's gone on. And, uh... If you're regular listeners of Dear Pod, the comedy advice podcast, first of all, I want to say welcome. Thank you. Welcome back. And also thank you to everybody who came out to the live show in person, whoever live streamed it, whoever bought the video on demand. I'm so glad you made the live show so fantastic at Caveat. And I would also like to take this moment. I have gotten a lot of notes from you all. I know I did not know at the time I was singing the theme song to MASH, not the theme song to Taxi. I have heard you. I have heard your notes. I've taken them in, and I'm doing my best to correct where I've gone wrong. I've been canceled. I've been canceled for that. I, I didn't know I was scheduled, but I've been canceled. So, uh, yeah. So I'm flying solo here today because I wanted to um, let y'all know about a little something that's kind of gone on. We've been doing this podcast for four years. That was our four-year anniversary show, the live show, and that is over 200 episodes. Uh-huh. Woo! Look, now I'm suddenly at the Academy Awards. I said I wasn't going to cry, and I'm not, damn it, because I'm Irish and we don't feel things on a level that's remotely deep. We like to stay very surface level. But um, our dear Patty O'Brien has decided it is time to pack up his sweater vest and move along. And I understand. I totally get it. It's been a long time. We've been through a lot. We've been through a pandemic. We've kept it going. And whoo. Oh my God, I'm going to do that McDonald's cry where it sounds like the straw coming in and out. Like, (laughs) and I'm not going to do it, I swear. Um, I know it is. I look like I, I look like I have been punched in the face. I've been doing cocaine for three nights. I look like I'm on a bender. I don't have waterproof eye makeup on. I didn't expect to get teary or emotional. It's a Monday. It's like a Monday afternoon. I'm not supposed to be crying yet. <laughs> I wait to cry on treadmills like every good like every good American woman with body dysmorphia. So where was I? Yeah. Um, so it's it's Patty has decided to move along. And I have known this for a few weeks now, so it's not it's not a super surprise at all, but I didn't want to bring it up. Nobody wanted to bring it up during the live show because that's not what it was about. 
the live show is about celebrating four years of doing this. That's a lot. We have done over 200 episodes. Each episode is over an hour with the exception of our pilot episode, which have you, if you have not listened, go back and see how far we've come. You know, I mean, it's like season one Simpsons to season five Simpsons. We really gave ourselves a lot of time to figure each other out and learn where we were going, what we were doing, and how to navigate all of this. We didn't know anything about podcasting when the three of us first started, and I think we've made quantum leaps in that time. And uh, I wish that we could have gotten ad space. I'm not going to lie. That's my zing to the to the universe right now. That is the thing. We have not been able to monetize it, and that is kind of unfortunate. But it's not to say that it won't be found in the future. We're creating a little time capsule where people can stumble on over 200 episodes and they're going to be able to binge the back catalog and they're going to love it when they find it. So all that being said, I've had some time to marinate and think about it and sort of mourn the loss of Patty (laughs) moving along. And that's, you know, totally cool. Um, And I, I have said to him, I have left the door open if after taking a hiatus, because this is a lot of work. I mean, we've been doing, we've been meeting once a week for four years. We've been doing it. Sometimes we do multiple episodes in a day. You may not know that. We knew that. Maybe you knew it because every now and then you'd stumble at an episode where you're like, damn, these two bitches are tired. But that's what happens. We, we have been working hard at this. And, um, you know, after a little bit of a break and hiatus from that, maybe we'll come back together and sort of find a new way to reestablish whatever this is or find a new angle, find a whole new theme. There's so many possibilities out there. So I thought about it and I was like, do I get somebody else to step into the very fashionable shoes of Patrick O'Brien? And at the end of the day, and after weeks of thinking about it, I was like, no. This is something that we created. And it would feel weird to have someone else here. Oof. Oh my God, how does Oprah do this? Well, I can only hope that Jules takes out some of the sniffling in post. Uh, you know, originally I, I had thought I was kind of like, oh, I wonder why I, I wanted Patty to do a final sort of like farewell episode to sort of tie a bow on everything. And in this moment right now, I get it. I understand why he didn't want to do that, why he wanted to go out on top. You know, it was like the, it's like the Seinfeld finale. Mildly disappointing and a little bit emotional. And I can understand wanting to go out without having to get mired down by the emotion of a moment ending. So that being said, where do we go from here? I think for me, I would like to take a break, recalibrate, and come back with something even fresher, just as funny. And I hope eventually somewhere down the road, Patty will rejoin me on this journey because I have had so much fun, A, getting to know him better, but B, getting to play with him and also getting to watch him figure this all out with me. He got so much better. Like we both, we all got so much better at the thing that we were doing because we just jumped in without a game plan and we just went full core press. If I could maybe quote Kendall Roy from Succession, 
my favorite show right now. So that being said, I wanted to do just a little bit of a tribute to Patty in this, the, um, I don't want to say the final episode of Dear Pod. I want to say ellipses because I don't know. I don't think it's over in a weird way. And maybe I should Irish exit this specific podcast. <laughs> maybe that's the way to do it. Um, but anyway, you cut it. I'm going to take a minute. I'm going to put some more ducks back in a row. And I know I'll be back for you. And I hope that Patty will join me somewhere along the way. So as a tribute to the man himself, I figured we'd pluck out a few clips and do that thing they did in the 80s whenever sitcoms let their writers go on a vacation for a week and they're like, well, nobody's in the office. Let's do a clip show. Woo! The retrospective. Everybody loved that. Everybody was disappointed when they saw that. I wasn't as disappointed in a retrospective sitcom episode as I was the spinoff. Like when Golden Girls tried to make Empty Nest happen. Oh my God, it was tragic. It happened in the 80s all the time. Yes, that's the golden age of TV to me. We're in another golden age. Very different. But anyway, you cut it. We have decided to do a little clippy clip show as a tribute to Patty. And I'll uh, talk to you about some of my favorite clips of things that have happened over the past four years. That's a lot of stuff. That is a presidential term that we all barely survive together. All right, so this first clip coming up here, this is from one of our first episodes. This is back when uh, we used to record at night in the first, because we're, you know, you're trying to figure out how to podcast. If you don't know what you're doing, you're stumbling through all of it. So we thought, oh, we'll never be better than at night when we drink. So we used to meet at night and we'd like have a bottle of wine. And I remember we were drinking that Lisa Vanderpump rose. Oh, what? garbage water, but we would do that. We would drink a bottle of wine and then things would kind of go off the rails. And that was when our producer Jules decided, you know what? Let's take the alcohol away. <laughs> Let's do this in the morning. Cause I think you're, you're more on top of your game. You're a little spicier when you're sober. So we had to switch everything around, but it took us a, a good couple weeks to figure out that we did not work best while we were drinking. Who knew? But this this first clip is one of my favorites because it was the first time. Patty every now and then will say something to me that will lay me out and I cannot breathe. I'm laughing so hard. And this happened in the first in the first couple episodes. Um, and it really cracked open the gates for us and it really helped us establish who we were going forward in this podcast. So without further ado, may we have clip number one, please. <laughs> what if it was just like the opposite of just like like Guide to Sexy Time was just like, well, first of all, you're going to get a wooden mallet. And you're like, what? <laughs> what? Yes. <laughs> like, just like, she tells really you. Totally the opposite. First, get the right fitting lycra, lycra and latex suit. Next thing you want to do is run outside into a giant hive of bees. Because what if Cover yourself Ann in Landers. honey. Ann Landers guides, guide on how to have sex is how she specifically has sex. And she was like, you want to find the right size ball gag first and foremost. Get a staple gun. <laughs> Put it up next to your temple and pull the trigger. First, you want to light a romantic candle. And then you want to drip it on your genitals. Yeah. Then you want to sit on it and see if it singes the inside of your anus. <laughs> if it does, you're doing it correctly. <laughs> you're well lubed for any kind of... I know when Jules Receiving. and I have sexy, sexy hammock time, we definitely begin by turning on some mellow music and slapping each other with our ring hands. 
What we didn't tell you is the hammock is actually over a giant vat of molten lava. What I didn't tell you was that the hammock is a large plastic bag that I place over Jules's head until he asphyxiates just enough to make him excited. It's actually a it's not a hammock. It's a giant piece of glass. Jules sits on top of it and I'm underneath it. And then he takes his shit on the glass. I've never choked that. <laughs> <laughs> She's your hands like, did I go too far? It's happened. <laughs> You've got too far. <laughs> I'm choked laughing. I can't. <laughs> Sorry about it. <laughs> Can you imagine someone like reading that pamphlet and be like, whoa. Wow. Oh, this is not not what I expected. (laughs) I I guess. um, I mean, in seven pages, seven page (laughs) pamphlets shouldn't have pop ups in it. Can you imagine walking in Ann Landers and her husband with that glass table situation? And he's tied up. Mom, are you? Oh, my God. (laughs) 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 Just like her secretary, which obviously she would probably know. Like, and you have a dinner in five minutes. We're going to have to use that table. I guess I'll get more bleach. All right. Get the Windex. <laughs> Jules, go back upstairs to your cage. Cookie, we're going to need to clean that table again. Get out the bucket and the Windex and bleach and the lava soap. Cookie, can you do me a favor? Go into the den and burn it. <laughs> <laughs> we we're going to have to get a new scratch. carpet again. Well, it's time to move again. And Landa's guide on how to move after you've wrecked your den. He didn't oh. tell me he had all that dairy beforehand. Oh, it always comes back to banana milkshakes today. That's what it looked like. Ew! <laughs> it's funny for me to hear these things. I just, I haven't listened to some of our vintage clips in so long. And oh God, that was kind of the beginning for us. We're very good at yes-anding each other, if you know what that term is. If you're an improv freak, uh, we like to go off on on tangents where basically we try to one-up each other with the disgusting things we can say or the ridiculous things. We just really took it and ran with it. So it's fun to hear like where that began, and shitting on your table was really just classic comedy, I have to say. Oh, my God. When he gets me laughing, I get to a point where I can't breathe. And I, that was so fun to go back and listen to the beginning of, yeah. of when we really established that in our relationship. What you don't know is that Patty and I were, were friends before, but I think our friendship just jumped, you know, 20 miles during the making of this podcast because we got to know each other and we got to really like each other and then we got to play with each other and it was so much fun. So I'm glad that we're doing this retrospective because I feel like let's celebrate that rather than get sad about it, uh, which... Leads me to my perfect transition, which is the next clip that we have. Uh, what is this one again? Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he has a way of saying certain things that can hit something inside me that gets me laugh. Oh, that sounds so kinky. I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> I mean, I don't know where the friendship goes from here. Um, he can get me laughing to a point where I can't breathe. And I remember at one point, we were doing this remotely. This is before the pandemic. So this is like pre-Zoom. You were, you were in a 
Yeah. So I had gone away to do a play, Act of God, in Lancaster, Pennsylvania at the Fulton Theater. So we had to do it long distance. And um, I would call in. And he actually would come out to the Maha'a Lounge, so he would be live in person with Jules at the board and do all the heavy lifting over here while I was in Amish country giving the good people some some holy performances. So this was just weeks before the world shut down. And I was in my apartment in Lancaster. We were recording the episode. And it's so nuts to think that this was just... Like, I'm talking like two weeks before COVID hit, everything shut down, everything disappeared. And honestly, I have to say, during the pandemic, this podcast, and I hope that you guys who are listening at home think this too, this podcast got me through. I think it got the both of us through because we would have to do it over Zoom, but it was it made us feel like we had a purpose every week. We had a connection, and we had to do something that made you guys laugh as well as make us laugh. So I'm very proud of us for for continuing to do that during a global pandemic and everything, all the upheaval, everything that was going on. So that being said, though, weeks before everything shut down, I'm sitting in my apartment in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, and I'm on the phone and Jules and Patty are here at the Maha'a Lounge. And um, we started talking about <laughs> one of our favorite topics, porn. And, uh, Patty's impression of the sounds in porn, in classic 1980s porn, was so on point, I can't even tell you. Thank God I was living alone in that apartment because I pretty much wet my pants. I couldn't even move. I was laughing so hard. So without further ado. I'm surprised you didn't think that I hung up. I'm sure Patty thought I had died, that we had gotten disconnected. I couldn't breathe. I, I could only have one little sound come in, and that was like an inhale. So here is Patty's impression of what porn sounded like in the 80s. She didn't have like a gay friend because her makeup was terrible, and her hair looked like she needed a serious deep conditioning mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. it was like teased and had like glitter in it. I don't I don't understand the glitter. The glitter and sex, it's kind of like the food and sex. I'm not interested. <laughs> No, I'm not no, interested you don't in food want that. near me. I definitely don't want glitter on me. Mm-hmm, so this girl's mm-hmm. always like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. And I'm like, this is this does not look like fun. This does not look like fun for her. And he looks like never like because I'm like looking for the payoff for myself. I'm like, oh well, what does he look like? And you're like, oh my god, he looks like. Like Mario or Luigi, and you know if like you ripped off Mario and Luigi's clothes, it'd just be just disgusting. And so this like fit trim girl, it's kind of like a CBS comedy. Like here, here she is. She's ninety seven pounds and ripped, and he's four hundred and twelve pounds and hasn't showered since nineteen seventy four. What a match! And she's like, yeah, yeah, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh shut, 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 <laughs> that's like the noise that someone makes when their hand gets slammed in their car door. That does not look pleasant. <laughs> not great. That's just like not great. 
And then she's like upside down and then she's like wearing a cape. And it's like, why? Like, what's with all these props? This is just like, you this is hard to, to edit. You had to stop because I can't breathe. I'm not joking. <laughs> <laughs> stop it. You've been like, that was the best monologue ever. Kids are going to perform it when they audition for school. I, I'm in so much pain right now because, because from the first moment that you went, yeah, yeah, I haven't been breathing. I, <laughs> oh my god even hearing it now is so amazing it's oh it's hot it's hot is that <laughs> it is timeless it is so funny and then from that point on i always quote that i always go oh yeah and we <laughs> Even when we see each other and talk to each other, we're always making that sound. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's hot. It's hot. Oh, God. It's so good. So sm- I was going to say so smart. It is smart. It's smart funny. But damn, it's just fucking funny. Oh, it's so good. I'm so glad that we're doing this retrospective because it makes me appreciate everything that we've done. And I hope that it makes you want to go back and listen to everything in the past that involves me not blabbering and Blithering like a idiot right now. Now what's great is when uh, you can get there. So Julesy is off mic right now. So for anybody who can't hear it loud and in person, uh, what he enjoys, what Julesy enjoys is when we get each other, really. Like Patty got me with the porn sounds, but if I can get him, I feel like that is a rarer find. That is like a unicorn. If I can make him laugh to a point of silence, then I... I have, it's like achievement unlocked. You know, I have opened all the levels in Super Mario Brothers. I, I, I don't know. I think I can count on one hand how many times I've maybe done that. And it always happens in a time with something that I haven't planned, which is always the way it is. You're always funnier when you're not planning it, when you're not thinking about the thing to say. And so we did a Christmas episode, which is one of my favorite episodes that we've ever done. It's called... Um, this Chris belongs to Ruth, and it's from Christmas of 2021, around then. So go back and, and listen to that. I know this because I have listened to it several times. I've become a fan of my own podcast. So, uh, yeah, we started talking about about restaurants, what would be a high-end restaurant. And, uh, you know, after naming off several things, like ch- chain restaurants, high-end chain restaurant, uh, he started talking about Ruth's Chris. And uh, here's the clip. What are you going to do? <laughs> But she put in that detail, <laughs> and I can't let that go in my brain, that she put in the detail that she worked at a chain, at a popular chain. What, is there a high-end chain? Probably. Is there like a like a big spendy chain? Like is there, I I, think I so. like Cheesecake Factory? That's not that expensive. Like Ruth Chris? That's a steakhouse chain. Okay, that counts. God, I hope he's into Ruth Chris. Smith and Walensky? Ruth's Chris. Ruth's Chris. This Chris belongs to Ruth. That's, I hate that so much. I hate the name of Ruth's Chris. It's hard to say. It's the apostrophe S. It trips everybody up. Everybody says Ruth Chris. It's not Ruth Chris. It's Ruth's Chris. This Chris belongs to Ruth. And I'm so, I'm really sorry to go off on this like linguistic tangent, but it pisses me off so much. And I don't understand the name of this stupid fucking chain. <laughs> Is that the thing? (laughs) (laughs) It bothers me every time Patty is so sincere.
My parents used to go it's to It's a possessive. <laughs> <laughs> My parents used to go to Ruth's Chris all the time. And I, I, I don't think they ever got it right, you know, because like older no, parents they never get it. Because why would you? It's really hard to say Ruth's Chris. It's T H S. That's really hard. And for older people, they don't even know. Like, no, their teeth are gonna fall out. Well, they can't even like. Oh, who's Julie Roberts? It's Julia Roberts. <laughs> so who's Ruth's, Ruth's Chris? Ruth Chris's. Wait, is it Ruth Chris's? No, it's no, Ruth's Chris. Ruth's Chris. If there's a Chris. <laughs> He belongs to Ruth. It's Ruth's Chris. Anyway, <laughs> let's just go to the ground round instead. <laughs> like, Hi, welcome to Ruth's Chris. What did you just say? Like, can you imagine every time the waiter, every it's table like answering the phone? That poor hostess is like, "Thank you for calling Ruth's Chris." <laughs> This Chris belongs to Ruth. How may I help what you? What if there was like a thousand people that are just like you? So every time a waiter went to the table, he would like bounce around. No, it's actually, it's it's Ruth's Chris, not Ruth Chris's. It's possessive. <laughs> you just keep hearing not, the same. What if it was like apostrophe S? Like, or it was S apostrophe? So it was like Jesus, if you were to like do a possessive Jesus. It's like Ruth Chris's. Ruth, Chris, or you, Jesus. Or if you just like you go to the bathroom and you hear every waiter having the same thing. No, it's really it's more it's Ruth's Chris. It's not Ruth Chris's. It's like anyway. there's so many THSs people are saying right now. Ruth's Chris, Ruth's Chris, Ruth's Chris, Jesus, Ruth's Chris, Christ, Jesus, Ruth's Chris. Everyone is so frustrated. I quit. <laughs> oh, these are the things I think about that keep me up at night. Wow. I don't care. I love that. Every time I listen to that, I laugh at it. So I feel so proud when I can make him laugh. I really do. And I, I hope you enjoyed that episode too. One of my faves. So go back and listen to that. One of my other favorites, which was at one of the clips today, because um, <clears throat> I figured let's only pull a handful. Look, we have been giving you quality comedy content for four years. There's over 200 episodes. That's just hundreds of hours of funny to listen to. So it's hard to sift through and pick some of the favorites. But if you have another episode you need to go back and listen to, it's called Christ with Arms. And it's a highly enjoyable episode. I mean, look at the titles. Give it up to my Julesy for coming up with the titles. I'm so proud of him. Um, what is the final clip that we have? Uh, I haven't heard this one in a long time. This I really should go back and listen to this episode. So whenever we would hit any of the holidays, we would try to find articles that were holiday-themed, which got harder and harder, which we always laughed about because we had a search engine that we used called newspapers.com, and you would put certain words into the search engine. And every time, without fail, we would put Ann Landers or Dear Abby, Christmas. It would be like, here's five articles about rape. So we, <laughs> we had such a hard time doing it. After a while, we were like, fuck Easter. We can't make it about this anymore. So I can't believe that during the course of four years, we found a way to find themes every week that fit something. I mean, when I really sit and think about the stuff that the three of us have accomplished, hats off. Let's all pat ourselves on the back. It was tough to do. So we um, we had a New Year's Eve episode. And if you've been listening, you always know every episode we have a specialty cocktail. I wanted champagne. I was just dying for champagne. It was a New Year's Eve episode. I said, let's do champagne as a cocktail. And here's the clip. So to celebrate this New Year's celebrate. episode. Holiday. Celebrate. With champagne. Celebrate. I like the. Oh, oh my God. Oh. <laughs> 
cork that has gone off like that. And ladies and gentlemen, just to let you know, Patrick is now dead. So in 2020, I'm going to be taking um, resumes. He's floor. He fell off of his chair. That's the shit. I have never. But now I know how to react when a gunshot goes off. Because my God. Ladies and gentlemen, the sound you just heard, aside from my co-host dying and crapping all over the floor, is champagne. That is right. We are ending this New Year simply with champagne that almost just killed at least two members of Pineapple Ranch Productions. Shit. I forgot about that. So, yeah. Did you know that if you uh, unwrap the champagne and you leave the cork in, but you take the little metal thing off, the sheer velocity of the champagne behind the cork will shoot it up and shoot it. I think it shot it at Patty. It went right by his face. He fell off the chair. Oh, that's what it was. It ricocheted off. He backed down and almost killed him. I'm surprised. Look, I'm just happy we got out of the past four years without a lawsuit. So, oh, God, yeah, that was good. It was a reason to celebrate, damn it. That was our first New Year's together as a as a pod team, yeah. I believe, because I said in 2020, oh, my God, if only we knew what was coming down the pike. That is right. We started this in, our first episodes dropped in May of 2019. First week. First week of May 2019, so right now this is it's a full four years, like almost on the money. Yeah. Good for us. And good for other members of the Dear Pod family. I think that we need to bring a moth report into this episode of Dear Pod. What do you say? And now it's time for the moth report. It's time to call me and see what the weather is like where I'm standing. Patty, make the dee 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 noise. Aww. I'll do it in honor of him. It's time to call my mother. It's time to call my mother and find out what the weather is like where she's standing. And if she wants to tell us about what kind of fun she had when she was in New York City at the live show, live in person for Dear Pod. And she was part of the show. Hello. Oh, hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm in the car. I can hear. Oh, before, oh. I, before I run into someone. <laughs> oh, you're such a responsible individual. Where are you in the well, world? Oh, I'm on 125 in New Hampshire, but somebody must have lost their rag doll. It was a rag doll, <laughs> like a raggedy Andy. A raggedy Ann lying on the yellow line in the middle of the road, and it was very jolting, I have to tell you. <laughs> I had to do a double take. Scared <laughs> me half to death. Why did this kid you think oh. it was a person? Did you well, think it, was, it wasn't like. It looked like a brand new rag doll, you know? Who has a rag doll gonna, I don't know. It must have flown out of somebody's window. But I thought, what the name of God else am I going to see in these travels? I'm always running into something weird. <laughs> and you didn't pick it up. I'm very proud of you. You just kept on driving. I did. And now I'm sitting in the parking lot of a of Bessie's. Bessie's Drive-In, which is now closed forever. So. Oh, well. Wow, yeah, R.I.P. So Bessie. anything here. So how's everybody? Good. Hey, we wanted to call and see uh, if you had a good time when you came to New York to be part of the live show of Dear Pod. Oh, I had a ball. It's such a, it's, it's such a strange change from our usual daily do-nothing life, you know? I know. Uh, we have more people the, taking a dump on the part, sidewalk. I, I remember once when we were, visiting you in New Jersey and we were going home to Arlington 
we had a bus ticket, but you couldn't come into the city, so you put us on the New Jersey Transit. Oh, that was the biggest and- mistake. Don't ever put your parents on a New Jersey Transit train <laughs> and think that the story's going to end well. The very first step up onto the train was so high that your father had to get behind and underneath me to give me a shove. <laughs> he had to get and up with It was the funniest looking it was the funniest looking thing. I, it was such a high step. And then I had to turn around and yank him on. So it was. And then and then it broke down, if you recall. And it brought us to someplace I was I have never been before. Hell. Going into the city. You yeah. went to like Weehawken or something uh, like Hoboken. that. Hoboken. They brought you to Hoboken. Hoboken. That's it. That's it. And and it dropped us there. And I said, oh, my God. We were like two little lost sheep. What are we going to do now? And somebody, I think you had a friend on the train, directed us to the correct train to get oh, into Oh, thank God Manhattan. for friends. I swear. Yes. yes. And then when we got in there, it was so crowded. We just wanted to get out. We, we missed the bus ticket that we had. So I <gasps> said, I went to the train man and I said, what's the quickest way that we could get to Boston? And he said, well, I got one leaving in 10 minutes. And it was like, double or triple the time the price of the bus so i said we'll take it so uh we just wanted to go home at that point we were wiped out by the time we even just got into the city oh welcome so to it, my- it was uh it was fun to do that little uh live show and um it was it was just funny because like i i couldn't hear a thing that you guys were saying and <laughs> caroline told me that patty five times for a weather report and the one time i would love to give a weather report. I didn't even know I was supposed to. So <laughs> I just don't know whether what, what's that. But anyway, the weather today is nice. But it, we had so much rain last night. There's floods everywhere. Everything is like some roads are closed up there and everything. It was quite quite a thing. We have a flood behind our house, and uh, it, it's just it's just nasty. And then all of a sudden the sun came out. It was so happy. Oh, I'm we're glad to that clean you the were. Place up. Um, yes. And, uh, we were asking you for a weather report at the live show, but what you gave yes. us was so, so much better. Please just know that everybody I, who was in the room was wetting themselves laughing. Oh, God. I, so I'm, I'm looking forward to listening to that to see exactly what happened. But all I know <laughs> is I was at the top of the stairs, and when I opened the door, there was some guy out there, and he goes, hello. So I said, goodbye. I said, oh, I, I can get a boyfriend here. you know. And it was just so funny. It's just a lot of activity in the city, no matter what. I have to say, I've never had a bad meal there for every restaurant I've ever gone to in the city. I know how you really, feel about food, exactly. You know, <laughs> you're a food. Yes, savant. you do. Uh huh. I'm. I don't have a very, uh, you know, flexible palate, so to speak. But uh, oh, I know it, because she uh, did not like. She got rosemary fries. Just FYI, everybody, oh there was God. rosemary covered fries, and she was like, "I, I can't do this. It's too, it's too spicy." <laughs> rosemary, rosemary. Yes, I know. It tasted I, I like said, a turkey. I'm She's not like, too ah. good with rosemary. Yes, well, I know. I don't like it, and uh, it, it changed the whole French fry experience. Scene. I, didn't eat, <laughs> I didn't eat three of them. They, I couldn't eat them. They were. It, it ruined them. So if I ever go back to that place, I'm going to tell them, no more. Don't, don't, no. I want my plane. But uh, so I, and Jim had the best looking chicken palm that I ever saw. I saw one. Well, I say that every day to him. You've got the best looking chicken palm I've ever seen. 
<laughs> so I was kicking myself I didn't get that. Uh, well, I mean, you took a risk. You took a risk on rosemary french fries, and that's What's just like... What's wrong with me? Why do, why do I get a hamburger? Hamburgers are just everywhere. I don't need a hamburger. This world uh, is lousy with burgers. Go crazy next lousy. time and be more adventurous, and you might like what you find. I know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to turn over a new lead. Every time I go to a restaurant, I'm going to try something different. Oh, I can't wait so, to see what happens at yes. Cheesecake Factory next week. <laughs> Oh God! I always get the same thing there. I love, I love. Uh, Wait, can I guess candy. it? Oh, I was gonna guess oh. chicken piccata. Oh, I love that. That's See, very this good. is the thing about Moth. She speaks about food with a love that she has never spoken about her children. She taught. <laughs> well, uh, honest to God, if you can get her going, I have asked her so many times in this life what time of day I was born what the whole thing was like. She was like, I don't know, mid-morning sometime. I don't remember. But you're and like, what was the best ice cream you've ever gotten? She's like, I'll never forget. It was 1987. I was on a cruise out of Boston Harbor. They used real vanilla. Detailed, detailed love for these specific so- meals she has had. But her children can go take a dump at the streets. They don't, <laughs> she don't care about us. And it was just recently that Megan introduced me to some people who love ice cream as much as I do. <laughs> and I thought, well, that's that's unusual. And I said, and, and I thought, my well, 600 pound oh, I have never met, never met them before. Within 20 seconds, we were comparing flavors. They got <laughs> that uh, heavenly hash, and I told them that's too busy for me. I'm just a vanilla person. Vanilla, you know, your standard chocolate, strawberry, butter pecan. But it all has to be hanging down. What was this, like, grinder for ice cream lovers? How did you just find a group of people who had the same love of ice cream? Just my luck. But but nobody understands an ice cream holic better than another one. So I have to say, it's, uh, God, I would love one right now. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, I'm Mom, and I'm an ice cream holic. (laughs) Well, I don't want to keep you from possibly looking at ice cream. Now, I know you're on Weight Watchers, so you cannot do it, but it's like bringing a drug addict to a crack house. So, How am I going to go through life not eating ice cream? I can't do that. I can't do that. I don't know. I have to figure something out. Everything in moderation. Can you moderate yourself when it comes to ice cream? I'll I'll try that. (laughs) When I'm really desperate, I will try that. I promise you. (laughs) Okay, you heard it here first, everybody. She's going to promise yes. moderation in ice cream eating after she just met That's a group right. of her, her like-minded friends. <laughs> she introduced me yes. to some ice cream people. <laughs> I know. Yeah. That's how my reputation has gotten around. I'm telling you. So it's, sad. Uh, it's incredible. But we, we, we compared. We compared everything. They like, uh, you know, that one that they sell, uh, Briars, which is okay in a pinch. Oh, uh, I hate but- Briars. <laughs> oh, but you, I don't know. any way, port what, in a storm, right? Class. The what? I said any port in a storm, right? Oh God, yes. you know it. You know I won't eat anything except Hagen does. So if you hit me with the hoods, forget it. <laughs> oh, I'll oh. hit you with the hoods, all right. <laughs> Listen, I want to thank you for this awesome author board. I want to thank you for coming to the live show. I want to thank you for your service to Dear Pod, the Comedy Advice Podcast. Is there anything you want to say to the good people before we sign off temporarily and take a hiatus? Uh, happy spring! Enjoy the beautiful <laughs> weather. And be safe, be happy, and be well. Oh! <laughs> be well to you, too. We love you, too. Say goodbye, Julesy. <laughs> 
All right. We're going to sign you up for now. Take care. Talk soon. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. An ice creamaholic. She found people with like-minded needs. That is just so sad. Slash very entertaining for all of us. Moth has given us many hours, many unprompted hours at the Dear Pod Comedy Advice Podcast. That's the best thing about a moth report is that you think you need to, she thinks, she would always say when she talked to me, she's like, I can't think of anything to talk about. So I feel like I need to plan. Like, what's the theme for the day? And I'll plan it. She doesn't need that. She needs no, you ask her one question. And then suddenly 25 minutes later, you're elbow deep in a moth report. So um, we may have to have to take after our hiatus. I've been thinking about making a moth report, sort of a, a regular podcast, maybe like a quickie 15 minute. If I can rein her in, you know, just a tiny like a mini pod almost. F- hit me up on Instagram at DearPodOfficial on Instagram. Email me DearPodOfficial at gmail.com or... Write to me, Erin McGuire Official, on Instagram. Slide into my DMs. That's E-R-I-N-M-A-G-U-I-R-E, official. Until I can find a better handle because nobody can spell my name correctly. You know what? I blame Mark McGuire for that crap. Ever since he came along with alternative ways to spell McGuire, it ruined it for the rest of us M-A-G-U-I-R-E McGuire's. And then when I thought Jerry McGuire came out and Toby McGuire got famous, that things would change for me, and they haven't. I haven't. I'm still here. I'm still here in a basement telling people how to spell my name. So, yeah, go find me on Instagram at Erin McGuire Official. Slide into my DMs if you'd like uh, a mini pod that's just the moth report. I don't know. Frankly, I'll need the break to reset my poor, poor brain. And we're coming up on summer. And uh, I know that there's going to be lots of trips going out there. We're going to go to New Hampshire. We have that planned. A lot of road trips. Maybe even go back to Fire Island. You know, Patty likes to go to Fire Island. Maybe we'll just make a little uh, road trip with them or something. Go and see. It's been some, it's been a couple of years since I've been to Fire Island. I spent a week on Fire Island and my liver has never been the same. Can you get a liver transplant? Oh, I guess you can. You can kind of transplant anything, right? A friend of mine got a kidney transplant. Brand spanking new. Like, well, it's a certified pre-owned kidney. And, uh. Now he's not treating it all that well, which I'm like, you know, hey, that's a rental kidney. But then think about the way that you treat rentals. You get a rental car and you're like, fuck it. I don't really care what happens to it. I'll get that that insurance for a day. And then we'll take this puppy out and see what she can do. What's going on? Are you having a hard time over there? You need help? All right, everybody. It's going to be weird for me to do this solo, but I'm going to do the best I can. I have been trained... So everybody relax, you are in capable hands. It's time for specialty cocktail, specialty drink. It's weird to sing this alone. I've never heard my voice just singing solo like this on this really weird song that we created in the first couple weeks of doing this podcast. That is right. Every week we give you a specialty cocktail. And, um, you know, like I said, this is not the end of Dear Pod. I think this is an ellipses. I would like to take all of our specialty cocktails and sort of put them in a nice, neat little book to maybe possibly sell somewhere down the road. I know I've been threatening that for years now, and <laughs> now that the podcast is going to end, I was like, oh, well, crap. Now's the time for merch. Hindsight is twenty twenty, isn't it? So, this week's specialty cocktail and the final special... 
The final specialty cocktail of Deer Pod is the Caipirinha. If the pineapple is glowing, then the Maha Tiki Bar will always be open for you. James Jules Ferris just needs you to know one thing. What'll it be? Hmm. He gave me a line rating on that. It's an inside joke for only him because I think it comes from a Jerry Lewis movie and I, I hate Jerry Lewis movies, so there you go. For this, you will need one half lime quartered, one heaping teaspoon of granulated sugar, whoosh, and two ounces of kashaka. In a shaker, you want to add lime and sugar, muddle, then add the kashaka, add ice. I think I'm saying kashaka, right? Right? I don't know. Kashaka Khan. Shake well, pour all into a rocks glass. Now, here is tasting notes. How, I ask you, did it take me this long to make this drink for you? No need to answer, because the time has come for all of us to sip the drink that will last us to the end of the summer. I give you the national drink of Brazil, the Caipirinha. This drink is essentially a sour with the addition of sugar. We get a nice sweet and sour balance to the cocktail. Another option is to substitute three quarters of an ounce of simple syrup instead of the sugar. No rules. You do you. Listen, my friends. This isn't goodbye. Uh-huh. <laughs> ah! I'm feeling things. It's just so long for the moment. Keep your eyes and ears open because we will be back in your lives and your rocks glasses in no time at all. Thanks for your patronage. No need to settle up your bill. All of this has been on the house. With a wink and a smile, my friends, cheers to you. Ah, how are you making me feel so many things today on a Monday? It won't stop me from drinking, though. (laughs) All right, this is the Caipirinha. Straw? Are you kidding me? If you've got a funnel, I'll take that. Oh my God, my tears make it taste even better. It adds a little salt to the sour and the sugar. This is perfectly blended, Julesy. I'm very proud of you. It's very refreshing. Mm. Mm. Oh my God. See, the danger with things like this, it tastes like a lime ricky. It's sweet and it's sour, but he loads it with um, crushed ice, and I have a drinking problem. <laughs> oh said here on the air, but my drinking problem is this. If something is icy or or it comes with crushed ice in it, I can't seem to control my intake. Like if you give me a a Starbucks Frappuccino or if you give me like a Fribble or something that's like icy, I just drink it wicked fast, which is why I'm glad I rejected the straw, which by the way was a sad little stirrer straw. What did you, that's for coffee, not for this. Get out of my way, I'm drinking. Oh, (laughs) take out all the mouth sounds, will you? That's disgusting. But I'm not going to stop myself from sipping because this is the Caipirinha. That is definitely going to last you through the summer. And um, hopefully we will be back in your lives before the end of that time. I just need a little bit of time to stop and recalibrate and rethink and figure out the direction, babies. Um, So I will definitely be podcasting in the future. I just need to take a little bit of a break and uh, figure some things out. And I hope that whatever my next thing is, you will please find me, follow me. I will be here to give you funny. I have loved hearing from you all. And maybe it'll be this. Silence? <laughs> oh, 
This is like when I did my TED talk and I just started crying. Sometimes I surprise myself. And I think... I'm surprised at how much this meant that I didn't realize. I didn't realize how much it meant. It always surprised me when we got messages about that. And it surprised me when people from our pasts came out of the woodwork, more so for Patty than for me. He had a lot of people from his like high school say, oh my God, I stumbled on your podcast. And people went through some stuff and they said that this was like a thing that, that was that they could look forward to every week. I think it's important to continue to foster funny things like that and touching things because there were times in our podcast that we got emotional and there were times that we were, I know I'm disgusting, I'm disgusting. It is what it is. Look at my disgustingness, take it all in. I'm just like weeping and makeup is just dribbling down my face. I am so happy that we were able to do this, that we were able to learn and to figure it out and that you all went along for the ride with us. I'm so thankful to Julesy for being an awesome producer and for <laughs> taking beatings from me on how to learn faster, funnier, faster and funnier, damn it. Uh, to Patty for being an amazing co-host and for the friendship that really developed there and for four years of laughter that I, and for feelings. We had some very emotional podcasts, especially during the pandemic where we were all trying to process these things together. I'm so thankful that we had this as a touchstone, a place to come back, a place to laugh. And I'm so thankful to everybody who has listened, who has followed. You guys helped us. We hit the top 100 comedy podcasts in our first year. That's pretty damn cool for not being somebody who's like a Conan O'Brien you know, somebody who doesn't have a, a built-in following. So it's no mean feat what we have accomplished here and that we kept the ball up in the air for so long. I'm so proud of everything we did. I'm proud of all of you for being smart enough to keep on listening. And I promise you this is not the end. This is just a pause. I will be back with something even faster, funnier, and louder. And it will be sooner than you think. In the meantime, please reach out to me, Erin McGuire Official, on Instagram. Let me know what you think of the pod. Let me know if you want some mini pods that we could put out every now and then with Moth Reports, maybe to give you a little something-something as a reminder that we're all still here and we're all still going through this all together. I want to continue to bring the funny to the world because I think that we've done that and I think we've really touched a lot of people. <laughs> if they haven't touched us first, so... I think on that disgusting note, maybe I should sign off. Goodbye for now, lovelies. Ooh, you suck. All right. <laughs> this episode of Deer Pod is mixed and edited by Jim Ferris and is a property of Pineapple Ranch Productions. Beep.